would like to begin by acknowledging the Wajak people, traditional custodians of the land on which we are meeting today. And we pay our respects to their elders past and present and emerging. Welcome. I'm Beth Murphy, Head of Learning Diversity at Mazenod College. This podcast explores NAIDOC's 2021's theme of Heal Country, which calls for all of us to continue to seek greater protections for our lands, our waters, our sacred sites and our cultural heritage from exploitation, desecration and destruction. NAIDOC 2021 invites the nation to embrace First Nations cultural knowledge and understanding of country as part of Australia's national heritage. And what better way to do that than through the eyes, experiences and voice of our Aboriginal Mazenod students. Enjoy. Uh, welcome everybody to episode three of Welcome to My Country, which is our NAIDOC podcast that we are doing here at Mazenod. Today, I actually have um, a guest who I wasn't even sure I'd be able to get on to the podcast. And welcome, Lars. Thank you, um, thank you for agreeing to uh, come on today because it's a bit of upheaval at the moment here at the college for our Aboriginal students, isn't it? What's happening in your world at the moment? Oh, it's just like very COVID-like. Um, yep. A lot of mask wearing and a lot of hand sanitising. <laughs> yeah. And so you're actually um, leaving after this podcast, I believe. I might have just snuck in to grab you to make the trek home. Um, but when we were talking about it, where is home for starters? Um, so up north in the Kimberleys are Wyndham. Yep. So it's like uh, near the border um, to the Northern Territory. Yep, it's just a bit uh, on the left to that. Yeah. So an hour away from Kununurra, which is a quite known place in the Kimberley. Yeah. And, but you would, when we were walking over here, you were telling me that you're not actually going straight to Wyndham though, are you? Where are you, where's your first travel stop? Um, so we're going Broome. Uh, we're going to Broome first and to visit my nan there. And then we're going to drive to Derby, which is I think like an hour or a half away from Broome because mm -hmm. I'm going to be competing in a basketball comp. Ah, now we've just spent some time talking about basketball, haven't we? And you're a bit of an NBA fan and I'm a bit of an NBL BL girl and we were talking about the only NBA I really understand is um, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen and, and Dennis Rodman. So we've had a great conversation about this. But I usually ask at the end of the podcast, what's something that we don't know about you, Lars? But I found out something really interesting about you on the walkover, didn't I? So do you want to tell our listeners uh, about your auntie? Um, so she is a member of parliament, so she basically is representing the Kimberley in the parliament house and just talking about how things could be changed um, to like the government side of things. Yeah, and you know, you've got a lot of communities around your area, don't you? So she'd be that voice yep. for, for Aboriginal people uh, in parliament, which is just amazing. Yeah. So our NAIDOC 2021 theme, or the theme for NAIDOC 2021, is heal country. So what yeah. does that mean to you? Um, so to me, if you heal country, it's basically like um, just bringing back the old things that were taught mm -hmm. and just um, showing it to the um, newer generation and just reminding them of how we used to do things back then and just um, basically just showing them how things were done yeah. like back then, nowadays. What sort not. of things were um, have, have you had passed down through your generations 
from like your parents and your grandparents? What sort of traditions do you have? Um, so dancing, um, ceremonial dances. Is now I'm going to stop you there because you're actually a really good ceremonial dancer, aren't you? I've I've heard. I haven't I haven't witnessed. Um, where do you do that? Um, so basically, it's something we call the sacred ground. Mm -hmm. So we take uh, there's families from different towns to come to this one place, and it's near a little homestay Elquestra. So we have, we own some land there. And so next to it, there's like this little kind of, um, like, let's say a little part of Elquestra that we go to. And there's got like a swimming hole next to it. There's like uh, little camping spaces and people actually go there and camp, but it is quite uh, like scary at night because um, after our dances, there are like spirits that come out. They're good spirits, but um, like they they're just there, and some people might get scared of them. But um, when you're next to the elder people, like in the camp, then you'll be safe because like even though nothing's gonna happen, it'll, you'll still feel like you know like you can feel their presence yeah, around. Yeah. Wow, that that does sound quite scary for for someone like me. Yeah. Um, and with with your ceremonial dancing, um, what does that involve? So do you have to get together and plan a dance or are these uh -huh. dances that have been passed down? Uh, so these dances have been passed down. So we do it every like twice a year. Mm -hmm. And so it's basically like the dance, everyone does this dance. It's like an original dance. Um, or there's these different types of dances that you can do for like different type of like um, occasions. Mm -hmm. So basically when I last did my dance, it was a dance about a white ghost that came to the camp and Keefin, my cousin, uh, which is from Beagle Bay, he was also doing the other um, white ghost and there was our dreaming, the Wanjina, that scared it away. So that that was basically our dance. And, and so that was your story through yeah. your dance. Yep. Wow. So um, we interviewed Aaron. And for those who are listening, and uh, we've had lots of people listening to the podcast, which is amazing. Aaron is your older brother. Yep. And does he do the dancing? Because he talked to us lots about his art. So, but does he dance as well with you or is dance kind of your thing? Um, no, uh, Aaron will have to do it at some point as well. Um, you can kind of choose to do it or you like if you don't want to, you don't have to. But um, they'll ask you, they'll tell you, oh, this is your, like, you know, your culture, if you want to do it or not. And I usually just say yes because <laughs> some kids are like usually like shy. Yeah. And then there's some like me that just, you know, just like to represent my culture. Yeah, so, um, you really, you do a great job. And so that involves particular outfits yep. to wear yep. and painting yes. is that correct yes and who do, are the elders involved in in the painting and things yes. like that so it's usually our uncles that do the painting <clears throat> and the aunties that do our um like sisters and stuff like mm -hmm. our cousins yeah um so yeah the aunties do our like girl our female cousins and our uncles do us so it's like a traditional thing that happens and there's um like when they do the painting it's um this like this oak that you can get from nether water holes. Okay. Yeah, or it's um, like you just mix it with water or and you just like flick it on the person's back and another way is you put the hand on it 
You flick it, but you move your hand around and then flick it so the hand looks big. Wow. And what does the hand represent, Lars? Do you know um, that? Just like uh, basically, what's the word, like sheltering over sort of. So just like knowing that you're protected by your elders. Wow, that's really inspirational. I've actually got some goosebumps from that story. Yeah. Um, so you do that and now you're an avid basketball player and you're going mm. off to play in a bit of a competition. Yeah. Um, and is that within the Kimberleys? Yes, uh, there's a lot of Kimberley kids that are actually really, really talented. Mm. Um, like us boys just happen to come to Mazenod and show off our skills here, but there's a lot of kids that are just like us mm. but don't have the opportunity and so that's why there's these programs back in the Kimberley for kids that can't come here and show their talent off or go further. They uh, have this basketball comp that they do every, uh, I think, once a year. I'm yep. pretty sure once a year. And all the kids show their talent off there. It's a very good atmosphere because there's like a lot of people watching, a lot of kids there. and just... A lot of kids talking smack, if I can yeah. imagine Keefan and you being there on the court, yeah. uh, sinking those three balls and then letting the opposition know yeah. a little bit about those three balls going yeah. straight through the net. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd be the person also telling them. Um, mm -hmm. And so when it comes to Mazenod, now uh, you've actually, unlike your brother, you began your uh, journey here at Mazenod all the way back in year seven. Yep. And so what were some of the things, uh, so were you happy about coming down here with Aaron or were you yes. a bit hesitant? Um, it was like when I first came, it was actually really good. Like I just, I loved it because like, I knew it was a better chance to get a better education. And so, like, I was quite happy because just to meet new people, you know, to go further in my basketball or sports, like, you know, career. And it was just the friends here that I've made, that it's really good, you know, because back at Wyndham, yes, like a very small town, you have a very small friend group. But here you can make a lot of friends and, like, the whole school is basically the whole of my town. So there's, like, a lot of people you can, like, mix with, you know. Yeah. And, and when you first came, though, you kind of sheltered down with yeah. your mob here, didn't yes. you, with um, Stevie and yes. Keegan and yeah. your brother and Keefan. Um, but you've kind of stretched out of that um, as well, haven't you? You've added yeah. to, to that with some of your, your non-Indigenous friends, yeah. which um, is really good to see. And you're bringing your culture and your understandings and your experiences from up north to kind of educate um, yeah. all of us down here as well. Yeah. So when um, you're doing NAIDOC back in... Um, Windham, it's a little bit different, isn't it? Do you do some really cool activities? Um, yeah, there's some dance ceremonies that go on as well. Yep. Um, the elders come there and they um, they tell a story or something, and then there's actually these um, like you can go fishing during school. Wow. So during school, <laughs> they take you out. Like they take you, like you don't go to school that day. Yep. And they take you out. You are uh, like make you make boomerangs. You know they they like like the um, ATAs, which are Aboriginal teaching assistants. Yep. They also help the kids that like, you know, don't know and they're still young. Yep. They will teach the kids as well and they'll bring some like elders or uncles to come in to the school and show them. And there'll be like this boomerang, um, how far can you throw boomerang and stuff like that or how far can you throw a spear. It's like here except it's a javelin, <laughs> not a spear. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, well, they sound really, really cool and they sound like they represent your, your yeah. culture, which, which is exciting for you. Um, yeah. And here at Mazenod, um, one of the things that um, you talked about just previously was that, you know, you wanted this great education. Um, yeah. what, what does the future look like for you, do you think? I know you're only in grade nine, but yeah. 
Um, are you anticipating taking all this stuff that you've learned and all this great education yeah. back home? Yeah, if um, because there's a lot of kids that uh, don't get a very good education here. Um, from here, I might actually go back and be like a sort of like a teacher, sort of. So just to teach the young kids, you know. Or if I go back for like um, after grade twelve, I'll start a job there. But I'll also like be there for the kids, you know, and give them a bit of assistance in the school and stuff. Yeah, and Keegan was talking to us about kind of the trauma and the challenges that face Indigenous um, yeah. students and children up in in the area where you're from in that in that Kimberley region, and talking about the fact that he would like to make a difference. And it sounds like. Um, Mazanod's giving you all these great opportunities and yep. that you really want to give back to your community. So that's pretty, pretty exciting as well. Yep. Lars, thank you for joining us today. Um, your, the way you've spoken about your dancing and your ceremony and your culture has been really inspirational and probably what I would consider far beyond your years as you are only 14. Yep. Um, so thank you for spending the morning uh, chatting with us and we wish you safe flight home. Thank you. Thank you.